podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Boys are back. <coughs> Excuse me. And it is another Spotify Green Room live show. We are so happy to be coming to you guys this week on a Wednesday. I think next Wednesday we will, or next week we will be shifting to going back to Thursday. Um, but we might be doing a poll. Just keep your ears peeled to the show that we publish on Monday and keep an eye to the Twitter accounts. Uh, We will do our best to keep you updated. Eventually, we are going to land on a date. It might be Wednesday. We had a great time. Uh, Tonight, it's not actually a very fun show. Originally, this was going to be a uh, show where we just have the boneheads come in, say what topics they wanted, but sadly... About three and a half hours ago, a lot of stuff was coming out on Twitter about Texas and Oklahoma joining the SEC, a couple different stories. It all started with a Houston article from a Texas A&M beat writer saying that Texas A&M and Texas and Oklahoma have reached out To the SEC, it's not something that I like seeing. Um, It's definitely not good. Um, Reports uh, that came out afterwards definitely did nothing to deny it. One Big 12 source even said as much as saying this was inevitable, which again is kind of ironic based on the fact that it was, what, you know, just a week ago that the commissioner of the Big 12 for all intents and purposes, said conference realignment was over. So it is not good. I'm not happy about it. I'm nervous about it. It's Things are uh, not great. I'm not in a good headspace, but guess what? That's what a podcast and me and sports fans are all about. We can all get together and commiserate. We're just going to jump into things because I'm sure a lot of stuff will pop in throughout the show. The intro question, it's not going to be anything fun. I'm just going to ask everyone, you know, what? give me your heat check. What did you think when you saw the reports come out, and where's your head at? We're going to start with my guy, Joey, who I think this might be his first time on the live show. Uh, one of my favorite dudes on social media. I don't think we've ever met in person, but, hey, sometimes social media isn't garbage. Joey, how are you? And uh, just tell me, hey, how did you find out about this uh, Big 12 Possibly being dead, where's your head at? Just give me a temperature check. First time, long time. Uh, so it's great to great to be here. From my perspective, I am I'm married to a Longhorn fan, so I found out uh, through her and through Twitter, which is never, never the best way to hear about anything like that. But I don't know. My heat check is uh, I feel like Texas and Oklahoma are kind of just trying to do the free agent thing and test their options and try to get the best deal possible. Whether that's staying in the Big 12 or not, I don't know. Um, but I think it's I think it's just going to be interesting to play out, see it play out. And, and I really don't think that Mizzou and Texas A&M want them in the SEC. So it'll be curious to see if, uh, per Kirk Bowles' Kirk report, if we'll have uh, two more SEC teams step up and say, no, you're, you're not coming in. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. The SEC also has a long-standing uh, rule about how they will not uh, bring in a second team from those states. We're next going to go to Nick. Nick, one of my favorites. Uh, where's your headspace at? What was your opinion when you saw it come through? Give me your temperature check on where the Big 12 is sitting this evening. Uh, I kind of saw it through my phone notifications just from uh, I've been working all day. And I'm... For the longest time, they've always been saying, you know, the Big 12 is getting disbanded, this and that. So, honestly, like, I'll see it when it happens. But until then, I'm not really not worried about it. I mean, Texas already has their own network. Like, Oklahoma's been in the college playoff. Like, they're, they know they're the money makers of the Big 12. And if they go to the SEC, I mean, you already got Alabama, you know, LSU, A&M now getting relevant again. Auburn, all those big teams, and why leave the Big 12 when you're already the powerhouse of the conference? When you go to the SEC and you're like, oh, well, now i got to play, you know, this dynasty of Alabama, you know, the powerhouse of LSU. So I, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. 
You know, I was like that for a little bit. There's just a lot of smoke that currently has me pretty pessimistic. I'm going to go to my get my guy, Chuck. I'm going to group chat with him. He, he saw my full range of emotions where at first I was thinking, hey, you know, this is just silly season to thinking, all right, shit might be hitting the fan. Chuck, what was your initial reaction? Where are you currently at uh, when we're temperature checking the Big 12? Uh-oh. Chuck, did you figure out the mute button? It's the one that's... Oh, I got it. Sorry. Um, there we go. Uh, but, uh, I mean, we've all been uh, through this before, so I'm not like, I don't know. The, Ten years ago, I was, like, freaking out, and this time it just feels like the, it is what it is. The gun's already been pulled on us, and it's just like whatever happens, happens. Um, I'm kind of expecting it to happen from... Yeah, so I'm not like I'm just trying to take that copium and think about the road trips to Fort Collins or San Diego or wherever. Yeah, that that's one way to go about it. I'll go to Cole next. Cole, what was your take on this when it was breaking out? Uh, it basically, it, it honestly was a pretty slow week when you think K State news and then. This drops on our head, you know, right before we're going to go live. So I'm thankful for that, but I don't like the news. Where's your head at? Yeah, I know. I was kind of looking forward to just having a, a lighthearted uh, conversation this evening, but then that kind of bomb got dropped on us. Um, so at first I was just kind of like, not again. It's going to be another year of just like constantly worrying about this, constantly people speculating or people saying they know what the outcome is going to be. I think that's going to be the worst part is just not knowing. Um, But in my mind, the big 12 dissolves and we end up in the American, which essentially if there's no big 12, I would say the American would be kind of filling its place. So that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, I that's depressing. I'm going to go to Joel. Joel, you called it out. I think you were the first one who was just like, all right, we know what we're talking about in the green room tonight. Um, where's your head at? Are you already mailing it in like your buddy Cole? Or are you thinking, are you thinking hey, Texas and Oklahoma is just a little bored and they want to give us some message board fodder? Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't say I'm mailing it in, but I do think that um, this might be like, like what was said earlier, a little free agent kind of move. I don't think Texas really wants to go to the SEC. I, if if I remember right, the first time this happened, they were, like, upset with the SEC's academic standards. And then when it comes to, like, OU with playoff expansion coming, why would you want to leave a conference where you're pretty much, like, as close to guaranteed getting in every year as possible? So it doesn't so, make a lot of sense to me. I, I, I used to think about that until I really sat down and thought about it. There are now going to be six at-large spots. Six at-large spots in the college football playoff. So, I I mean, I, I, I actually see why. And here's the thing. College foot playoff money is divided up to by shares by how many teams you get in. The SEC is about to have four or five teams in almost every – probably four teams in every year. So, I kind of see that as being part of the reason why. I'm going to go up to Ace and Connor next. We'll go Ace and Connor. You two both recently did a realignment pod over at Aggieville Alley Cats. And you both, or I, I can't remember which one of you, had a doomsday scenario. We'll start with Ace, then we'll go to Connor. Um, is the doomsday scenario for K-State currently playing out? Yeah, no, that was that was Connor that came out with, with that hellscape of a nightmare. I knew um, Connor was my least favorite out of you two for a reason. <laughs> Uh, he has a lot of good takes. No, I'm I, just kidding. I love you both. <laughs> um, something I will say is I, I don't think that this is a nightmare scenario, essentially because Texas A&M and MU have both said, go away, we don't want you. So all it takes is one or two more schools, which I think they'll probably get in, in Alabama, Georgia, you know, the people who really want it to remain a purist division. And I think that they'll just kind of, go home with their tail between their legs and complain about it on Twitter as Texas fans are known for doing. Okay. So I, I'm, this is what I'm going to say to you and I'll, I'll get to Connor and then chef and Hayes both 
uh, can do it. I think we can take one more person up on the stage if anyone wants to join on the stage. Um, or you guys can listen in and have fun in the chat. I don't think that they figured out the chat for Android yet, so I'm sorry to all of them. So here's my stance. If they are ready to leave, what's going to stop them from saying, okay, we made up our mind. If the SEC doesn't take us, we're going to the ACC or we're going to the Big Ten. That's what worries me most about this situation. I think that if they've made their mind up and the tweet went out, Texas is basically going to treat this like free agency. That makes me think that they're basically saying, hey, we're done. SEC is where we'd like to be, but if it isn't, we'll go somewhere else. So that's my biggest worry. Let's get Connor's take, and then we'll get down to Chef and Hayes as well before we keep this going. Um, Connor, you were the one who had the doomsday scenario. Did your doomsday scenario have both Oklahoma and Texas going to the SEC? Were you Nostradamus? Did you call this a couple weeks ago? I did call them leaving. Uh, in this doomsday scenario, but I had them not joining another conference and starting up the Southwest again. Oh, yeah. Coaching some Pac-12. A few other people, Arkansas joins them. So I'm not really quite sure what's going to happen. It's sounding, as time goes on, less and less likely that they actually end up in the SEC just because there seems to be some pushback. And especially if that's led by A&M and Mizzou, the two schools in the SEC that most recently shared a conference with them. They may hold some sway over some of like the uh, more mid-table SEC schools. Uh, Arkansas, uh, I doubt they enjoyed being in a conference with Texas. No, who does. dude, no. Arkansas, <laughs> Arkansas would do anything they could to get Texas in. Arkansas's number one rival is Texas, and they miss playing them. And they've been trying for years to schedule Texas in non-conference football and just made it happen. So if you're looking for a team to step up and veto it, it will not be Arkansas. And I'd imagine it's got to be South Carolina and Florida because they have some unity over not letting in the in-state rifles and whatnot. So I, that that'd be the only silver lining there, I think. I think that would be the best. Let's get to Hayes, Chef, and then my guy out in JC Jackson. We'll get you after these two. Hayes, welcome back to stage. I'm glad you're here. I think you have one of the best attendance ratings on our live shows. What was your take when you saw this all coming out? I think the uh, some folks in here are starting to put a lot of hope in A&M being able to cobble together a coalition, keep them away from the SEC. Do you think A&M is going to be able to do that, or do you see Oklahoma and Texas saddling up and ending up in the SEC? Uh, this makes me really sad in general, but I don't actually see it happening. Um, I don't know why. I just feel like every single year we hear the same conference realignment and then nothing happens. Um, I don't know. And even if they do leave, this is going to sound weird, but I would sort of like the new Big 12 because I feel like for me and a lot of teams of the mid-tier Big 12 teams, you sort of don't really care about Oklahoma. They're just kind of – you write them off as winning and everyone else plays for second. And so then if we could add a couple – AAC teams, maybe a Colorado, Arizona State, whatever. It could be kind of fun still. I'm just hoping and praying that the Big 12 would stay a thing with the eight remaining, assuming they would leave. And I, I do See, get I, it from an OU and Texas perspective, but uh, it just sucks. Yeah, it, it sucks. I don't see that happening. Um, I could see maybe an AAC merger type thing but it will not be considered a power conference anymore for better or worse and also i'm going to say this and we might get into this a little bit later i think if those two teams leave i think there's no guarantee the other eight stick together to try to cobble together a new conference we're going to go to chef the good chef andre napier here we were the first time we talked conference realignment you said you wanted to kick oklahoma and texas out Um, get them out of here yeah, so, I mean, we're not, we're definitely not kicking them out, but this isn't good. What was your reaction when you saw that? Did you just say to yourself, I called this two weeks ago, uh, they just listened to the pod, and they decided to get in front of it? Yeah, I mean, in this breakup scenario, she dumped us, but, you know, I'm going to say that I ended it. So, the, in this situation, we ended this relationship, and I, it's going to be sad. I mean, I never thought that it would actually happen like this where they just, like, bolt together to the SEC. But they dip out. 
now now we got to put the pieces together. And what can you get? Can you get a Memphis? Can you get a SMU? Can you get something like that to keep it at least regional? But if we don't do that, I wouldn't mind like what you just brought up where you're everybody just leaves and bolts to something new. And I mean, it would that this would just bring on the super conferences. And I I'm kind of here for it. Okay, uh, I'm not, but you know what? That's okay. Um, we're going to get to Jackson now. Jackson, thank you for joining the show. Um, I'm sure this is going to be something you chat about quite a bit over the next few weeks out there in uh, Junction City. What was your take when you saw it come across? What was your initial reaction? Where's your head at right now, you know, three and a half hours later? <laughs> I mean, my initial thoughts were, that sucks, but... Like, now that I've had some time to think about it a little bit, I mean, it's kind of, it seems like it's been an inevitable thing for quite some time. I mean, Texas always has this feeling like they're bigger than what they actually are, and now they're finally acting on it. And then Oklahoma is the one that's actually the the athletic success, at least in football lately. So, I mean, why wouldn't they pursue something bigger? And I can't, I can't say I fault them, because, I mean, if the money – is on the table, then why wouldn't you go after it? But as it relates to, like, fandom, I mean, it's going to suck to see everything that we've known for the for literally my entire life going away. But, I mean, I I, I don't know. I, I feel like if it's inevitable, then why fight it? Let them go, and then you can just kind of pick up the pieces after. Like, the, the breakup analogy a minute ago, I mean, let it happen, let it in, and then just, like, move on and see what happens. And it's kind of out of everyone else's hands at this point. It's just kind of a wait and see. I get that perspective, and none of us here on the pod can do anything. But this is, again, if anyone who actually has decision-making power, bargaining power, whatever it is, you know, if if people down in, uh, you know, Frisco, Texas, you know, in the Big 12 offices are listening to this, this is what I would say. The reason why you have to fight, especially from a K-State point of view and anyone can chime in if they disagree with me the issue is is there isn't a logical lifeboat out of town for k-state if the big 12 were to collapse and i don't think that there is a logical lifeboat for the big 12 without those two teams i know on twitter there's been a lot of okay bring up some aac teams but what that would do to your tv network would just completely tank it yes with the college football playoff you still may might be able to get in but you're not a power conference anymore you're going to fall more and more behind if you look at some of the other schools i i specifically look at ku and i hate to say this ku law school med school aau school for academics they would be attractive to the big 10 iowa state has that credential i was not going to let them in they're probably screwed b or baylor TCU, they're screwed because the Pac-12 isn't going to take private Christian schools. Oklahoma and Texas Tech are going to be begging like crazy to get into the Pac-12. And the best thing we could hope for as K-State fans, if you're saying power conference, is hoping that they decide they want to get to 16 and 14 isn't enough. That's why I'm so pessimistic tonight. Is anyone willing to chime in but, and tell me that I'm wrong? But, Scott, what you brought up the TV, but, I mean, it seems I, you can't take – Bob Bowlesby's word for anything anymore, but when you say the TV, I mean, people are going away from the TV thing, so does TV money really factor in, or is TV it... money is still well, the number one revenue well, thing for athletic departments, even if it goes down, which BB says that, he can say that all he wants, but the SEC, their new deal didn't go down. The, Pat, the Big Ten's deal didn't go down. And who is going to pay for a TV, for a conference of the eight remaining schools plus Cincinnati and Memphis. So if you read, I mean, if you read the ESPN article, it states, you know, Oklahoma, Texas signed that grant of right agreement, which they granted their first and second tier media rights for football, men's basketball, all the way through 2025. That's one obstacle that even if this was to surface and go through, that's one obstacle you'd have to go through is the media rights. That is a good point. That's a good point. Even then, like, say they do leave, Big 12 still has those rights. Say it happens next season, right, 2022. 
Big 12 still has those rights and still could pull that money from the TV ratings and stuff like that until 2025. So that is true. Here, Here's my take on that, though, and I've always been worried about this, is no conference and no school has ever tried to test that in court. Oh, no. I'm, I'm worried. Oh, go ahead. No, all I was going to say is I'm worried that even if you did try to go to court on the grant of rights, I'm I'm not convinced that, that that's going to hold up. No one has ever tested that type of contract in court. That's always been something that has been scary to me. Oh, of course. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you're going up against the Big 12 in court, I, good luck. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, Grant, welcome to the show. Um, so basically, I don't know if you've been online, but it's – Worst case scenario, uh, of course, it's Texas and Oklahoma flirting with the SEC again. What's your take? What was your reaction when you saw it? I mean, my initial reaction was fucking spare me. This again, I didn't give it any real respect, but um, I boomeranged it back around and kind of saw the most recent word. And sounds pretty concrete to me that there's been some serious interest mutually from texas and oklahoma and the sec so yeah um sounds like we're getting a nice blast from the past and the cats are probably scrambling inside of veneer right now so it's not good it's annoying i'm tired i'm so sick of conference realignment it sucks that it's rearing its head and it sucks that we are pretty powerful in this reasons but i don't know Curious to hear what everyone else has to say. I'm sure I've missed a lot of points, but it's fucking annoying overall. Yes, I agree. It's not fun. Chef, what do you have to say? I, I was just going to ask a question. I'm My mind's scrambling around from hearing everybody's viewpoints, but, like, we're not sure if it's going to happen. Grant thinks it's going to happen. It might be concrete. Who knows? But if it do, doesn't go through, what does this do to the relationship between Texas and Oklahoma, between the Big 12, if it happened, they have to come back? I mean, are we constantly walking on eggshells, or what do you do? Here's, here's the thing. It wouldn't matter. Again, it's, it, it, it's, a, it's very uh, woe is me to say, but the other eight schools do not have a leg to stand on. They don't have a real option that keeps them at the competitive and financial level that they currently are that doesn't include bringing Oklahoma and Texas back with open arms. So so it doesn't matter what it does to the conference relationship. Yeah, we would 100% still like be in their shadow and still kind of have to answer to their beck and call. So, um, And they're just going to be like, what? We were exploring our options and we didn't like what we saw, so we came back home. And that's going to be the end of it. Yeah, so I that's kind of where my head's at. So let's, let's go until back it, around Until it line. happens again, <laughs> basically. Well, but my, my, thought, my thought process was, okay, they're expanding the playoff. Um, it's going to die. But, again, it, it, was, it was actually someone who works for the Oklahoma Rivals site that actually pointed it out them expanding it actually might have made it even more of a attractive option to leave. Because, again, we are going from only four at large, because there are no automatic buy-ins, only four spots in a playoff to having now six at large spots. Um, so I think what I ultimately thought was going to be the thing that saves everything might be the reason it pushes away. Or – we all might be sitting here, you know, four years from now with a new TV deal and everything might be fine. You know, I, but it, it is not a uh, pretty looking uh, moment right now. I'm going to go back around. I'm going to get everyone involved again. Um, we're going to go back to Joey. Joey, who is in a split household with a Texas Longhorn. So my question to you is, uh, let's work under the assumption OU and Texas do leave. I don't know where it's going to be. I mean, hell, it's even being floated by some that Texas, if push comes to shove, they would go independent. Um, if the Big 12 does lose those two, what do you think is the most likely outcome? Is it a 
scramble fill in under the b- banner of the Big 12? Is it a merger with the AAC or is it an all-out all collapse? Yeah, I think because of the academic point that you brought up earlier, which Nebraska kind of skirted those rules, what, 10, 10 years ago? So who knows if that's even it was the like- case? It was like two months after they got in. So, like, they kept it just long enough. So, fuck Nebraska for that. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I, I'm i not super optimistic that we'd be able to join a power conference. Again, kind of to your point there. But, so, I, I think the best case scenario would probably be, like, an American or Mountain West. As much as I hate that, I, I think it would be probably the most likely scenario. Because you have some good teams in the American that you could – cobble together and and maybe push some of the, the the bottom feeders to the side a little bit but i don't know you've got some good teams in like central florida with their stupid claim national championship and stuff so who knows yeah it's it's kind of depressing thing all right i'm gonna go to chuck chuck do you think there's going to be a merger a cobbled together big 12 light or do you think the big 12 as a Entity just collapses, and then it's every man for himself after that. I think the Big 12 just collapses, and I hope – I don't want anything to do with the AAC teams. Like, I don't want to go to Tulsa, Memphis. I mean, I guess SMU is fine, maybe Central Florida. But just, like, give me give me the Mountain West, like, destinations, and we'll have fun and maybe make a playoff if things – I guess my whole thing, too, is, like, with – everything changing and college football becoming more national. Like we had that 10, we had that run with Snyder one where like we figured out this niche in the system and we grafted on that and we figured, and we made a lot of value out of JUCOs and all that. And it's just, if it feels like K-State is, it's going to be hard for K-State to compete at a national level going forward. And so at this point, I don't know, it's just like demographics and and geography or destiny and so just give give me the mountain west let me go to um to san diego vegas maybe a trip to hawaii once every four years or something that's how i feel all right we're gonna go up to ace next ace um if this becomes inevitable but which it won't but i'm i'm feeling pretty depressed right now do you agree with that outtake? Would you say, hey, no, let's go to Mountain West where at least there's some fun road trips? Or do you want to try like hell to be part of whatever the American does and be in that fifth uh, type of fifth power conference, if you will, if the Big 12 did collapse? Or would you rather, hey, let's go, let's go play some more fun schools instead of all the commuter schools in the AAC? Yeah, something that, that I'll say is I would actually rather have us join the American and just have our name be the American 12 just because, you know, merger, merge the names. And I just think, and the main reason for that is is mostly selfish. I think that the American Conference is a better overall conference top to bottom than the Mountain West. And I would rather see a bunch of competitive football games that my university and other universities are a part of than region locks. But I also wouldn't be upset if the Mountain West, if we poach some Mountain West schools. But I see this ending, if this does go through, I see it ending in not the Big 12 collapsing in on itself, but the Big 12 cannibalizing another conference, whether it be the American or the Mountain. Okay, we're going to go down to Jackson next. Jackson, I'm going to... uh give out your dirty little secret in front of our group. And that is, I believe if my research is correct, you're a KU graduate. So put on your crimson and blue glasses <laughs> on. Um, what is the KU point of view of this? So, so, so take away, you know, your ties to the big 12, take away being entrenched in the K-State media family, take away the group that you're currently in a live podcast with. Um, what is KU's point of view for, of this? Are they saying, all right, fuck it. Uh, let, let's, you know, show our hindquarters to the Big Ten and hope they take us? Or what's that, going yeah. on in KU yep. circles? <laughs> I mean, I've got two separate group chats right now that are already like, well, Big Ten, here we come. And the sole reason is for basketball because it's not like the football equation, which I really feel like is the driving force in this, has any impact on Kansas whatsoever because – everyone's just going to take KU for basketball and say football is what it is and hope that at some point it gets better. But I mean, 
there everyone are already is just sold that Kansas is heading in the Big Ten's direction if this does fall apart because I guess basketball wise it makes it definitely makes sense and I mean academically you'd think there's sort of a fit there but I mean I don't I don't I really don't feel like it would be like a successful move in the long run because it, it would be similar to what Nebraska sees just at the basketball like they're still going to be good but they're never going to be good enough to to be like what they've been here so I it, to me it's just kind of like from the KU perspective it's it's still just it completely sucks because you've got such a good niche right now that that would just be completely nuked and you'd have to find a new identity essentially with a bunch of new rivals that you have no idea anything about. Yeah. We won't ever talk about KU, at least not uh rest of the day, but I do appreciate your point of view from that. We'll go to Hayes. Hayes, how important would it be for you if the big 12 were to collapse or if they were going to try to cobble together a new Big 12, how important would it be for you to be in the same conference with KU, with Iowa State, uh, with Oklahoma State also, the three remaining original Big 8 schools? Or would you just say, hey, every man for, your, for yourself, you just want to end up uh, you know, in the best possible conference for K-State? Um, I would love to – keep the big 12 somewhat together but mostly because that is the best case scenario um i if ou and texas leave i there's not another power conference that's going to want us they're just not the big 10 is absolutely not going to take us sec won't pac 12 only cares about the pacific and well so so again i and i'm i'm Throughout this conversation with everyone in here, I'm almost to the point where maybe I've talked myself into we're going to end up in the Pac-12 with Oklahoma State, Iowa State, uh, uh, and Texas Tech. Us four go over there and make the Pac-16. So let's – I'm actually – you know, I, I'm doing the whole coping mechanism. I don't know what the, like, ten stages of grief are, but I'm in bargaining right now, Hayes. I, the Pac-12 would be fine. To be honest, I'd rather have the American – um, just Whoa. for the level right. of competition, because I think the Pac-12 stinks and I hate them. But I mean, I as much as I'd hate touting Power Six to the moon like WSU fans do, um, I think that's I. It's the best and worst case scenario. Like I think that is that's where we are if the Big Twelve dissolves. There's really no other option, and I don't. I. Um, I don't see any way we go below there because we immediately become one of the premier football teams and a top half basketball program. Um, I think they would absolutely love to have us. All right. So ready for a hot take and then I'm going to kick it around to everyone to answer that hypothetical. I actually think that if we go down to the American, we instantly do not put ourselves in a better position. We just give more validity to Houston, Central Florida, SMU, all these places, because all of a sudden the only advantage K-State has over those schools is facility and being a power five conference. All of a sudden they have location. They have coaches that are currently already out recruiting us. So I actually disagree with that, but I want to get everyone else's take. So just give me, uh, your answer to this one, because I did think it was interesting. You said this and I, you're not the only one I've seen other people say it. Would you rather uh, join, ha- have some sort of hybrid big 12 leftovers and AAC? So, let, so let's just say the eight leftovers and eight teams from the American. So you create your own 16 team conference from those 16 teams or join Texas tech, Oklahoma state, uh, K-State, and let's just say Iowa State in the Pac-12. So what? which one of those hybrids would you prefer? Hayes has said American. We're going to go to Connor. Connor, which of those would you prefer? The the four uh, non-religious school leftovers going to the AAC or the six schools combining with the American? Uh, I think I'd take the uh, remaining four uh, non-private religious schools and going to the Pac-12 personally, just because okay. I, I think there's a higher standard there. I that's what, what my answer would be. But Hayes isn't the only one I've seen say that. Grant, what which move would you prefer? 
Probably the Pac-12. Um, I don't love. So I mean, if we merged, would we still be? That would still be. Um, we'd be considered a Power Five. Same conference. We just cannibalized one of the others. Getting us yeah, into so, a sixteen-team super conference. I thought yeah, I so, hate sixteen-team super conferences. Regardless, it's better than fourteen. is the worst number. I yeah, anything over twelve, and I just think it's so silly because I mean you're seeing them in the SEC. Half these teams don't even play each other um, every year, even every few years or a couple of years. It's I don't know. I don't like any of it. I guess I'd rather go to the Pac-12 because that would be. Just so utterly bizarre to have K State in the Pac-12 that it would be kind of fun. Okay, Ace, are you going to join up uh, with Hayes and do a Big 12 AAC hybrid? In that in that hypothetical, it would be uh, K State, Iowa State, Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, Baylor, and TCU. With then your pick of the remaining AAC schools to get up to 16. Or would you take the non-private schools and try to join the Pac-16? I I feel like I'm going to go against the grain here, exclusively because I'm really high on the American Conference. And it's not just because of the, the obvious answers. I think that even outside of maybe East Carolina, most of them are consistently pretty competitive. So I would, I would be all for a, a merger to the American Conference. If not, just because I think they're already pretty good. Yeah, and I think in this hypothetical, you could get rid of Eastern Carolina to create your 16-team conference. Oh, we'll go down to we'll go down to Joel. Surprisingly enough, we are uh, two versus two. Are you going Pac-16 or the American 16? I would say definitely go the Pac-16. Let the let TCU and Baylor go independent, or like have them start. A conference with the other religions, religious schools, where they can just like have bragging rights about whose religion is better at football or something. Um, but I think it would definitely be more advantageous to go with the bigger schools with the more money, and it'd be dope to just like go to Oregon or go to go to LA watch a game rather than Memphis and Tulsa and Houston. But hey, you still get you still get some Dallas trips. But no, I I, I hear that. We'll go to Cole. Cole, are you going to bring it back even, or are you going to swing further in the Pac-16? Yeah, if I have to make this decision, I'm probably going to the Pac-16 just for the name. Um, but one of the things that I thought of is, is there any scenario where the ACC gets involved and tries to build up their conference and follow the trend of the Super Conference? So I think they would eventually get Notre Dame. And know what's fucking hilarious in all this? This just shows how stupid of a move this was. I've completely ignored West Virginia this entire time when talking about, you know, the the American merger. They would be part of the American merger if that changes anyone's, uh, you know, hypothesis. But that just kind of shows how, uh, you know, out of sight, out of mind things are. I don't think so. I see Joel saying... Does uh, the ACC take West Virginia? There's a lot of history there of the ACC schools looking down on West Virginia. I don't think it would happen, but maybe it would. But I think they take uh, Notre Dame and maybe they, uh, you know, try add add UConn. I don't know what they would do. Maybe they'd take West Virginia. I don't see it. But um, it is funny how I completely forgot about them. I don't think we would have a shot if if they were going to, like, try to get up to 16. I think there's no chance there, but that was a good call out. And it also did make me realize I've completely forgotten about West Virginia this entire time. Hayes, we know where you're at. You're the one who started this. Uh, We're going to go to Chuck. Chuck, do you want, and West Virginia would be included in this uh, American 16. Um, So I'm sorry for forgetting them earlier. Which one do you want? Do you want PAC 16 or the American 16? I can't stand, I couldn't stand being in the same conference as Wichita State. Um, I don't think anybody's talked about that one. I mean, I guess we could drop them, but yeah. Well, it would be a new conference. It would be a. It would be a new. Con- it would almost be like the big when the Big Eight in Southwest Conference merge. Because here's yeah. the thing: it, it, we did that completely. They changed the corporate structures, so that would not necessarily mean West Virginia would be in the conference for well, uh, basketball. Wichita State. 
So if, if it was like, all right, Wichita State's gone, you have, you know, the, would, the seven still, Big 12. I would still pick the Pac-12, but I just want to throw out my disdain for Wichita State and, like, even considering, like, joining a conference that they've been in. Like, it just, like, dirties all the rest of the schools that were in the American being in the same conference as Wichita State. Um, no. So, yeah. I, 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 lo- I love it. All right. We'll, we'll go down to Nick. Nick, are you wanting to go Pac-16 with Texas Tech, Oklahoma State, K-State, and Iowa State? Or are you wanting to create the American 16? Honestly, um, I would actually do neither. I would keep all the remaining eight and then promote, like, Cincinnati or Houston or SMU, one of those three, and keep the Big 12 or add four more from the AAC and make it an actual 12-member team. So that's my take. So you wouldn't – so you're kind of going AAC, but you wouldn't want to go up to 16. Nope, nope. I would keep it 12 and, you know, just keep the name Big 12 and – um, make keep it still a power five. I think that's our best option, just uh, retaining that power five uh, status quo and um, still being relevant in the in the conferences. So I I think that if you were going to go that route, you would have to go sixteen and hope that ESPN Plus or Fox or someone pays you for all that extra inventory going to a streaming service. Um, that's just my best guess, but I'm putting you yeah. down in the American combo uh, column. Things, you right. know, there's three. It's I think it's three to six right now. Chef, where would you go in this scenario? Sunbelt 16, baby. No, Chef, stop with that. We're not doing Sunbelt 16. I need. I, I'm you, keeping. I'm keeping it. You down. don't want Georgia State and Texas Southern. That Texas. That Texas State. And Texas Tech rivalry would be intense. That would be crazy. That it, they did sell T-shirts to that, actually. They, they did a two-for-one in Texas State, <laughs> sold T-shirts saying a new rivalry is born. That um, would so be I, in, that'd be incredible. West yeah, Virginia in the East versus Appalachian State. Man, that, that is the Mountaineer versus Mountaineer love. Let's go. Okay, so we're going to have Chef as a uh, non-vote, and then we're going to go to Jackson. And, and Connor, in the chat, I love it. The Arkansas State Revenge game. I love it. I love it. Okay, Jackson, I'm I'll go to you. Uh, I'm out, Scott, so take a late, talk to you later. Thanks again. Hey, Nick, thanks for popping in, man. As always, I love getting your takes. All right, Jackson, are you going to go to the – uh, American 16 or Pac 16 in this situation for the Cats because we already know, you know, you're a secret KU lover and you're going to be enjoying <laughs> wine and cheese up in the Big Ten. Um, I, I would pick the American if I were K State just because, I mean, obviously it kind of sucks to seemingly downgrade, but if you look at it from the perspective of like being successful athletically, I think there's a really good opportunity there to come in with like a big dick in a locker room and just kick everybody's ass all the time. I mean, if you look at both football and basketball, there's not a whole lot of teams that would like even right now be that much better than K-State at anything. I mean, you come in and you, you can announce your presence with authority, win a couple of championships and it, this could all be a thing of the past. Yeah. So, and, and again, if, if we were to, if we were to uh, – and, and, again, that ended up being closer than I thought, and I don't actually think it's that crazy. I, I think, uh, for better or worse, I think that, that, that all that is shared by a lot of folks. But let's say the hypothetical Oklahoma, Texas gone, KU hypothetically to the Big Ten. And, again, I know they want that bad. I don't know if it'll get there. So then you're left with these seven teams. So then you could go in and basically create the conference however you want. I think Nick – called it out maybe not going up to 16 but you can add in central florida cincinnati houston memphis south florida smu and tulane and then all of a sudden it i think that's a better football conference than the pac-12 i just don't think the money would be there and it would be a lot of fun uh in all sports to do that i i i don't know i would still go to the pac-12 but i think um I don't know. I think that the, the American merger might be something that looks a little bit more likely, and, I, and I'm a little afraid to say that. 
All right. Um, Sun belt. Sun belt. Hayes, what's up? I was just going to say um, my statements earlier were under the assumption that we'd be acting alone. Um, oh, okay. If we could bring like four or however many Big 12 teams with us, I think the Pac-12 would be pretty cool. And that would also be a really fun um, culture like rivalry. All the Great Plains guys versus the Coastal. Have been pretty- Hayes, here you are saying that type of stuff to just launch a big conversation and then you back out of it. So sorry, so sorry. That's no, okay. We still love you. All right, we're at about the 45-minute mark. Things have been uh, – folks have been popping in and out. We currently have a handful of folks. Anyone who's been in the chat, if they want to request to come up on stage, we do have some room. What I'm going to do now is I'm going to get everyone's prediction as we sit here at 72121 uh, at 7.45 at night. I'm going to just ask for your prediction, what does the Big 12 look like at the expiration of the grant of rights deals? We're going to start with Connor. Connor, give me your prediction as we sit here today. Does anything happen or is it all over or anything in between? Give me your prediction. Ultimately, I'm going to say nothing changes uh, for no other reason than just my peace of mind for the next four years. Honestly, that's that's a fine uh, prediction by me, by my standards. Ace, where are you at? I know Connor's looking over his shoulder now because he summoned all of this by his takes, but I I agree with him. I don't think anything will meaningfully change because – if Oklahoma leaves, they'll probably have to drag Oklahoma State. If Texas leaves, they're just going to get their shit handed to them in the SEC and then go, what the hell, this is smacked, I want to go home. And I, I don't think that either of them are going to be in a position to really do anything. About it. All right, I'm going to come to you guys every time I see a tweet that's making it sound like it's almost a done deal. Please keep that energy over the next, you know, three, four years. We'll go down to Joel. Joel, are you going to keep the happy train going, or what's your prediction as we sit here? I mean, I want to be happy and say everything's going to be fine, but I think in four years we're all going to be buying inaugural Pac-16 season shirts. Well, that's not that's not the worst thing. That's probably the second best scenario uh, I can come up with. Um, so you know what? Nothing horrible has quite happened yet. Cole, give me your prediction. Are you going to keep the good vibes going, or are you going to say we're screwed? I mean, I would say I'll keep the good vibes going. I think the only thing we'll see change is that OU and Texas are going to do whatever they can to get a, p- a bigger piece of the pie. Um, so I think that's really the only change. Man, I think it would be interesting if they did try to pull an unequal share of revenue, um, seeing that that is the reason why the Big 12 almost broke up the first time. If they, if that's what it ends up taking for them to stay, that would be an interesting turn of events. Hayes, give me your prediction. I don't think anything's going to happen, but most of that just stems from historically uh, my entire life I've heard about this and uh, nothing's ever happened with the actual big name people, um, unless you count Nebraska. But that was well after no. my time, or before my no, time. No, they're not big name. Um, they're not big name. <laughs> so I'm just gonna hope that nothing happens. Everyone on here is always so optimistic. So let's hope they listen. Man, I this this room usually is pretty optimistic, except for me. I'm still. I'm still chicken little right now. We'll go to Chuck. Chuck, you're usually right there with me in the pessimistic train. Um, what's your official prediction as of 7-21-2021? Oh, it's the over. Grain of rights is over. And enjoy, the, enjoy the cigars. It's over. Um, and, yes. It, enjoy the cigars and the band while you still can. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. So what's the name of that thread? Rob, I don't, Rob, I know you're listening. I don't know if you're a, an Android or an iPhone guy uh, or anyone. If, if someone can go to go email and remind me what the official name of that thread is, I'd appreciate it. But yeah, I just think it's, I don't know. I think, like I said earlier, it's just, uh, this is always going to happen. This is the natural outcome of being a small agriculture school in Kansas. Um, we've punched that or, We've punched above our weight for about a century now, and 
time came, like the future came for us. I don't know. I'm kind of at the acceptance point, I guess. So, yeah. Okay, well, you're willing to join me on the bargaining stages of grief whenever you want. I'm going to be bargaining for a couple years at least, so uh, you're welcome to join me anytime for that. We'll go to Chef. Chef, I see no mas grande doce. I'm not good. Is that 12? Okay, so yeah. Rob actually time out. He, he slid into the DMs. He must have an Android, so he can't participate in the chat. The official Go Ema name, which this was the greatest thread in the history of – Message boarding, smoke your cigars and enjoy the band while you can, dot, dot, dot. Best thread in the history of message boarding. Shout out to Go Ema. It's my spiritual home. Honestly, I probably, I probably need to just take up a new name and go back over there um, because they have always been the best. But, Chef, what is your prediction? Um, yeah, no mas grande doce. It's, doce, uh, it's that's over. what it is, yeah. It's over. We've, we went middle of the road too many times. We had our fun times. Went in the Big 12. We'll reminisce on those forever. 2012 will live on forever. And it was good while it lasted, but, you know, we'll, we'll be in the Sun Belt. Stop it with it, Chef. Shut up. No, no we're going ta- to be taking trips to Myrtle Beach. We're going to have so much fun. It's going to be crazy. We're going to be in... Louisiana, we're going to be all over the place. Just think of the possibilities. Troy, we get to go to Mobile, Alabama. Think of it. Just think. Chef, we're not going to the Sun Belt. And then we'll go to Jackson. Jackson, give me your official prediction. Uh, and Give me your prediction. Uh, just give me your prediction that I might have a follow-up. <laughs> I think that the Big 12 is going to get nuked, and I think that the Americans going to poach a handful of the teams like K-State and Iowa State and try and elevate its status into like a bigger version of the Big 12 and try and elevate the teams that they already have. So that's that's my prediction. And it's going to suck for a while, but who knows? It, it might work out. In... Okay, so, I, I'm, so you said K-State and Iowa State. So then I, I'm going to make you give predictions for every single other team – I'm assuming you're sticking with your Hawks in the Big Ten. Uh, I think it would be hilarious if if KU didn't actually end up going to the Big Ten because I feel like that's how things would go for them. Like they feel like they're that big of a fish, and then it blows up. So that's that's my perspective as a KU grad. I think that it won't work out for them, and they'll end up in like the American also or something like that. So. Honestly, if you're saying that K State, KU, Iowa State, if they stick together, I mean, you know what? At least I solved my rivalry, so I enjoy that. And then uh, I think everyone's done that. So the final thing I'm going to do to just end things on a fun note: I bring home my puppy tomorrow. Got him from a rescue in Overland Park. I'm bringing him home tomorrow. So the final question before we sign off for the night is: Do you have any? dog parenting advice for me and then also tell me the highlight of your summer so far we're gonna start with my guy connor connor any dog parent advice and what's been the highlight of your summer so far um i have a cat so i don't have any dog advice although i still really like dogs so i've only ever like been a friend to dogs and never had to like actually take care of them and whatnot um highlight of the summer has uh, been first summer in Manhattan, I think. Uh, never had to spend a summer here before, and I've been really enjoying it so far. My one townie summer was one of the best of my college career. Ace, dog advice and any summer highlights? Unlike Connor, I actually have two dogs, the St. Bernard named Shunk and an Alaskan Malamute named Casey. And the number one thing that I would say is just learn your dog's behavior and try to learn it as quickly as possible because otherwise you're in for a world of hurt and you're just not going to understand each other. That's good advice. I'd I'd say the highlight of my summer is, you know, I, I, I hate to plug without prompting, but is definitely starting up a podcast with one of, one of my best friends, which tells you that it's either been a really uneventful summer or that's a really big deal to me. You can start one. Starting a podcast is a lot of fun. Anyone who hasn't listened, listen to Aggieville Alley Cats, and they might have conjured up the devil with their conference realignment pod. But I always enjoy listening to them. So we're going to go down to Cole. 
Cole, any dog advice and highlight of the summer so far? Yeah, my dog advice for you is get, like, some baby wipes or wet wipes to handle those dingleberries. Um, and then the highlight of my summer so far, this past weekend, inevitably, me and my guy Joel were in the same city, and we got into a pretty heated argument with some Mizzou fans. Um, and I thought it was a pretty good time, so I'd say that was definitely the highlight of my summer. Definitely. And tell your boy, Joel, thanks for coming on. I saw you had to dip out, but we always love you and Joel coming on. You guys and then Ace and Connor probably are the bromance, uh, you know, couples of the live shows. We're going to go to Hayes, who I think everyone loves Hayes, so he's polyamorous in our uh, bro love on uh, the Spotify green rooms. Hayes, if you have any dog advice, and then highlight of the summer so far. Well, I was a dog dad myself at like 13, so if I can do it, you can do it. But my one piece of advice is don't wait super long to neuter him like the vets tell you you should, or he will do unholy things to your cat. He he actually, so the the shelter I'm getting him from, uh, I, I think he's only a handful of months old, like three months old. They don't give them to the uh, adopters until they are neutered at their vet. So I'm getting him neutered. So a uh, good call there. And what's the highlight of your summer so far? I had a pretty awesome Lake of the Ozarks trip over the 4th. So that would take There you go. We're going to go to my guy, Chuck. Chuck, do, I don't know if you have a dog. I'm not sure um, if you do. Any advice? And what's your the highlight of your summer been? Uh-oh. Chuck, you figured out the mute my er- earlier. Come on, man. And All right. Sorry, Chuck. We're going to move on to Chef. Chef, any dog advice and highlight of the summer so far? Make those regular vet visits. I didn't do it, and my, my dog suffered for it. I, I'm a terrible dog dad. Uh, rest in peace, Odie. Um, and... The highlight's been the my family trip down to Myrtle Beach, three girls, all walking, all talking, having a good old time. Love it. And then we're going to end up with my guy Jackson. Jackson, dog tips and highlight of the summer so far. Uh, my dog tip would be to get one of the – I saw it on TikTok. It's like the – Three, it's like three or four little things you put like in a yard or outside, or I think you can even do it in your living room, but it like moves this little rabbit tail around really fast. And so the dog will chase it around and get tired out faster so that you don't have to walk them as much. Like it just is, makes your life easier. So definitely do something like that. So you have more time to host these talks instead of going on walks with your dog. <laughs> and then, uh, and then uh highlight of my summer would be getting last in the Junction City Chamber of Commerce golf scramble. It's a great day. Lots of drinks were had. Damn, getting last. Well, thank you for coming on. This will not be your last appearance on the show because I enjoy you on Twitter, and I think you're a smart man when it comes to sports takes. That's all we got, but we have to award our MVP of the night. My MVP of the night is going to go to Hayes, even though he didn't even mean to do it. It gave us a great little... Uh, debate back and forth of what would you choose an American 16 or PAC 16. So I'm going to Hayes. Hayes, tell all the boneheads listening anything you want, and then we're going to wrap it up. Let's go. Free time. Um, I don't really have a whole lot. Uh, shout out Pat McAfee show. I won a huge giveaway for them last week. I don't know if you saw my Twitter. I but, missed uh, that. What'd you win? I guess the uh, home run derby winner and final and how many and I won 10k. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, I got. Well, a, shout got out to Hayes. How is that not the highlight of your summer? You won ten thousand dollars from Pat McAfee. That's, you know, that's a good point. I that probably should take the cake. Well, I love that. Congrats to you, my man. Shout out to Pat McAfee. Shout out to the Boneheads. I love you guys. If Grant was still on, he'd say meet you at the meet me at the Cathead. Um, he's not here, so you can't do that. I would tell anyone the next episode is going to be Ask Bosco, but we are going to be recording this 
Friday evening. So if you're listening to this Friday morning, get your questions in. Hashtag Ask Bosco, and we will answer it for our July Q&A. Thank you, everyone, for coming on. Chef, what are you trying to say right at the end? You went unmuted. Uh, I, my, my kid's messing with me. Hashtag okay. uh, Sunbet16. There you go. We love you guys, and we'll see you next time. Whoa. Sports Social Podcast Network.